0: What's in my heart, I can't
1: You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here at 1150 AM KKNW. I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Woo, woo. Good morning, Benny. Hi, good morning. <laughs> well, here we are in the studio, and you, I don't know if everybody knows, I, I celebrate musicians every week. And gosh, joining me this morning is Christelle and Mark Rodriguez. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, I got to tell a story. Well, first of all, you tell the story. How did you meet me?
2: Okay. Well, I looked you up. uh, Well, I looked for a spiritual therapist on the internet, and I found you. And I was intrigued, you know, with your services. So, um, yeah, I I wasn't looking for a normal therapist because I'm very spiritual. I wanted someone who could help me more in depth, you know. And so, you had everything that I was looking for, and um, so to this day, I'm so glad that, that you're in my life, and I wish I had kept in touch with you more often, though. But, well, you, know. you
1: were busy having yeah. a baby and, and all <laughs> yeah. that. we've been busy. <laughs> yeah, and we, we figured it out. That was 2004. Yeah. It was yeah. Lake Stevens. Yeah, it's hard to believe it was that long ago. And, I, you know, reminiscing with you before the show, I realized that you helped me be who I am. Because when you came in, I, everybody wanted the chakra readings. Uh, downstairs, it was a spa. Yeah. So that's when I started incorporating the chakra readings with my hypnotherapy. And then I eventually did Reiki. And so that's when I think I gave my first prescription. And what your, what was your prescription? Do you remember what it was? To write music. Yes. <laughs> Sing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's when I started thinking of how important it was, the throat chakra, for expression. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you were my first prescription. Yay. And then you came back and you had written a song. Now, Christelle's super beautiful. She comes in with this song, and it's um, about how hard it is to look in the mirror. That's kind of my, my memory of it and how painful or that, you know, it was, a, it was a sad song. And that's when I started coming up with Mirror, the Mirror. I brought mirrors into my office, and people had to look in the mirror and love themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and some people had a really hard time with that. And then eventually you and I... I went to go hear you karaoke. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: I remember (laughs) that. (laughs) And
1: then that Eagles Club. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And there was another place I remember down in like Mill Creek or something. But yeah, you were singing, I think, Walking on Sunshine. Was that it? I don't remember.
2: Oh, it was um, a friend of mine was um, doing this show at Eagles Club. Uh, It was like 50s and 60s music. And I remember I had to sing... um, Connie Francis. I don't remember if you were in that <laughs> one. I did a bunch of shows with him, and uh-huh. it was totally out of my, you know, um, comfort zone. And I had to learn
1: all these songs, and you know, that's so, what I remember the first yeah. time. You always brought your CD because you said you couldn't take a chance on not knowing the song or, or trying it. You, you wanted to sound per- perfect.
2: Oh yeah, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to rehearse things over and over. You know, like coming here and performing these songs live. I get very
1: <laughs> nervous and a lot of anxiety. So, yeah. And so then we kept in touch. And I think four years ago, I was like, you need to come um, do the show with me. Uh-huh. But you weren't quite ready. And then you texted me the other day and I'm like, oh, timing's right. You got to be on the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and now you have
1: an album. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be released soon, and um, with the help of my husband, Mark, you know, he's a musician, he's um, very talented, and he's got his own band, but it's nice that now he's focusing on me, <laughs> 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 helping me out, and so, yeah, we're really excited about it, and he writes, you know, a lot of the music with me, and it's it's just so perfect you know that he's my husband and he loves the same thing i do so it really makes us feel so
1: connected it's therapy and what's your your band denim skillet denim skillet Mm -hmm. cool and then where do you guys play
3: we haven't played in quite a while we haven't played in quite a while actually oh well
1: darn it we did have that thing that i don't talk about anymore anyways (laughs) but yeah and you even did background vocals a little bit what you just heard at the very beginning they did in the studio um before the show started. And you're going to end the show with another song. And the, the song that we're, we first heard was Fire? Yeah. The name of your album? Um, the name of my album is called Can't Control. Yeah. So this whole show is about the throat chakra. <laughs> and that's the expression, um, your inner voice, but what you you um, put out for everyone else to hear and so usually I, I prescribe writing for sure, burning. Like if you have something that you need to get off your chest, mm-hmm. you write and you burn it. Uh writing a song, writing poetry, but anytime you're creative, art, music, that's my thing. Just yeah. get somebody to get those higher chakras spinning again. So you're imaginative, creative. And and kids need that. And so right now, which we're all coming full circle here with the throat chakra, what's 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 did you learn what are you learning from your son?
2: Yeah, so um, our son's name is Noah, and he's eight years old, almost nine. Um, ever since he was in preschool, we noticed I didn't notice if he wasn't talking or not, but he uh, never felt comfortable being around a group of kids. And the teachers would tell me that during recess time, he would just stand back and not play with other kids so that's when I realized that there was something going on and I thought "Uh uh-oh he's getting it from me because I was that way and I didn't know what it was called but for the longest time I had this fear of talking to people um and people would ask me why I never talked why I was so quiet and you got bullied you know because of that in school so it was extremely hard and um So I did a lot of research online and um, that's how I found out that it was called selective mutism. And everything they described was exactly what I could relate to as a kid. And, um, And so especially when my son was in kindergarten, his teacher would tell me that he wasn't talking at all. He would just whisper to her when they were away from kids. He didn't want people to hear his voice. And so that's when it was like an aha moment for me. I realized, wow, this is what I went through. So I really want to help him to get through this experience and to um, overcome it. So he is um, seeking a therapist right now who has experience with selective mutism um, to try to help him be more uh, confident and comfortable talking at school. But it's, it's interesting. He's only like this at school But outside of school, he'll talk to anyone, any strangers like doctors, and he's really funny and outgoing and he can talk really loud. (laughs) (laughs) But at school, he's so different. He won't talk at all. And um, so I did also seek another um, psychiatrist at Seattle Children's who um, specializes in selective mutism. There seems to be only one in probably the state, I think. So, um, we did, um, a, was it like six weeks online, um, with a group of other kids. So he wasn't the only one, but actually what was funny, he was the only kid that would speak out loud and the other kids would whisper or barely talk. They had such a hard time speaking out loud. So, um, but I kept telling other parents like, believe me, he's really like this at school. <laughs> So she would give us homework, you know, to um, do daily practices at school to um, try to help him talk. So every day after school, I would show up to um, his teacher's classroom with him, and we would practice um, called brave talking. And so he was only whispering to me. She would ask him questions. He would answer in my ear, and I'd have to tell the teacher what he said. So that was a start. And then slowly but surely, he got more confident in um, having our uh, listen to him talk. And um, we get him, like, closer and closer to her in order for him to get more comfortable. And so um, one time I had her listen to a video that I had of Noah on my phone where he was talking to try to overcome this fear he was really embarrassed and he probably hated me for doing this but i thought well maybe this this you know will work to get him to realize that he doesn't have anything to fear so it actually worked but what took was like um, for him to turn off the light in the classroom and he went way back in the classroom to hide underneath the desk and he also had all the blinds closed from the windows he didn't want anyone to see and um, so the teacher would ask him a question, and he spoke out loud for the first time. Wow. And I felt like crying. I just had so much emotions from that breakthrough because he actually talked out loud to his teacher. And, you You're know, just bringing up
1: all these kids <laughs> that I've worked with. And one kid just kept getting marked absent because he was so quiet. The teachers didn't know he was there. I had one guy that wanted a reading. The, the fair was over. He wanted a reading. And he was, can I? I'm going to whisper. Can I get her? And I'm like, okay. And he had like hat on and, and headset on and tattoos. And I sat with, his name's Benjamin. He's still on my Facebook and he's thriving. But I worked with him for about six months. Uh, the tattoos were still there, but the headset came off. The hat came off. The beard was gone. And pretty soon he was just talking normally. But I love this because it's the power chakra mm-hmm. and the, the throat chakra. So it's that, I don't know if it's self-esteem or, or really what it is, but finding that thing that they're really good at so I'm wondering, Mark, does he play any an instrument, or is he going to learn anything?
3: He took piano lessons, but he didn't like it.
1: He didn't like he it. He didn't like it. How about drums?
3: I asked him. I I would teach him. Uh huh. Um, he doesn't seem very interested.
1: Okay. Yeah. You'll he'll you just there's going to be an instrument. Just leave it. Oops, I'm sla- slapping the mic around. Um, leave it somewhere. Get him a flute. I don't know. It's just because one day he's going to pick something up. Because I've interviewed so many musicians, and they're all super. Chris Eager, love him. Very very shy. A lot of the musicians are really shy, and and but when they, they'll they'll find something. Peter Ali does the uh, American uh, Native American flute. I can go on and on, but everyone finds that one thing. That a harmonica is another one. Uh, but yeah, just keep just don't make it your idea. Just kind well, that's of. That's why I, I
3: want it to be his own. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to force it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Don't want to do it.
1: You know what's interesting is um, when
2: he was about two years old, right? He was so into music. He was not shy to show us that side. Every time um, he would play the keyboard or something, you know, music in the background, he would um, pick up this ukulele that we have. Ukulele, (laughs) yay. And he would pretend that he would play and he would sway side to side and dance. And then he would sing out loud all the time. And I just thought that was so cool to see that side of him because I felt like, oh, he's getting it from us, you know, because we're both musicians. musicians. Yeah, and so after a while, when he got a little bit older, he just got too shy to sing out loud in front of us or even dance.
3: I think it started with school. School? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny.
1: And, you know, if I go back to hypnotherapy, I usually get back to five somewhere, and somebody acts a certain way at 40 because, uh, like, a kid teases you. Or someone I had a teacher tell me I couldn't sing. And along... Long way out, 40 years. That's probably why I started doing karaoke, uh, you know, mm-hmm. with you guys, is because I was afraid to sing out loud because a teacher told me I couldn't sing. Like, I'm just liking my voice, probably for the last five years, but before I hated my voice, and it was because of one man. And I should tell this story because it's really relevant. Um, he was uh, it was a fifth-grade choir tryout, and my friend was very tall, and she was um, well-developed for her age. I was super short (laughs) and I would look like a boy. Let's just put it that way Mm -hmm. with long hair. And then he says she can sing, but you can't. And so she became too close to him and she wasn't my friend anymore. And over time I realized because he was on the news, he had been um, crossing boundaries with these young ladies for many, many years. So I wasn't that I couldn't sing. I just wasn't developed uh-huh. <laughs> you know and it's like gosh so I go back in my own hypnotherapy and then I can change that but sometimes it's bullying you know there's bullying that goes on in school and, and you, Mike he, he's on next he had some really bad things going on and he didn't tell me you know he didn't tell me until I did the Reiki and in the middle of a Reiki session he just started bawling and it uh-huh. came out and it wasn't good so I had to go to the school I had to do all these things for him but yeah I'm not sure if it was school but if you think that you know this might be something that he can heal. Yeah. You never know. And he's nine? Yeah, he's almost nine. Next month he'll be nine. I love nine. Eight and nine. <laughs> but, yeah, as the Throne chakra is about, um, gosh, we have inner voices. And I have to say, too, the healthier you are, the healthier he'll be. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking bad about ourselves, our kids are like little sponges. That's true. And they, they sense things, and they can actually, I've learned, it's in my book, my kids took on my issues to help me. So as soon as I got a little bit um, more open hearted and not so um, Irish, <laughs> I was always mad, <laughs> super buff. And I was like oh, mad at people because I got a really horrible divorce. So I was like really mad all the time. And then when I let that go, my kids lost weight. They all got calmer. You know, they they started talking out loud about how they feel. But it was my ire, right? Yeah. So sometimes the the more you talk nice to yourself in your head, yeah, the less he'll try to overcompensate oh yeah i see what you mean yeah that's interesting and you said when you're getting reiki with us you had that energy you felt energy Mm -hmm. so he could be that empath too from you yeah
2: yeah that's true yeah i i well i know i'm also like very highly sensitive and i can sense that in both my kids they're like that too um and I think you are, too, right, Martin? <laughs> yeah, you're more sensitive than I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm way more sensitive than he is. I, yeah. I <laughs> super sensitive. Well,
1: Christelle's super feminine. She's got, like, she was all female when she came in. I was like, this is a beautiful girl. And then, but, again, you had inner voices that were not kind to you. No. Well, and, you know, and it does go back from school. Like, um,
2: when, because, you know, I'm from France. I was born and raised there um, and moved here when I was seven. But I always remember certain teachers that I had that were really said really mean things to me, and which still affects me to this day. Um, Because I remember I had a teacher. um, Well, back then when I had a teacher that was that wasn't there, she was absent. They would split all the kids into different classrooms, and I chose a classroom where my best friend was in. And this teacher was horrible to me. She was asking me a question, and I wouldn't speak back because I was too scared to talk. And she goes, "Well." I don't like shy kids, so you're going to sit on the bench all day. So I wasn't involved in doing anything the kids were. I was sitting on the bench all day because I wouldn't talk. So I felt like she was punishing me because I wouldn't talk to her. So it's things like that that still, you know, affects me to this day and think there's something wrong with me. Why can't I be like everyone else? Mm -hmm. And I had all these insecurity issues growing up because I felt like, there's something wrong with me.
1: And I I love doing <laughs> hypnotherapy. It's like, just go back to the first time you couldn't express yourself. And, and we'll get there. And all of a sudden, people are telling me I, I couldn't do it anymore because, you know, there's abuse. A lot of abuse that goes on. And, and I got mad, too, <laughs> at the abusers. But that's when the letter writing came in. And then also I call it a do-over. So you, you're a kid and you tell her, like, you know what? I don't want to talk to you. Or don't talk to her. Just like, I don't even know. Just do it over. I had one guy... Um, he it was his mom that was the issue she was very hard on him and he actually had a business called something about voices it was it actually had voice in it voice yourself or something and he does uh, media and i go okay close your eyes and if your mom was l- really abusive i want you in your mind's eye to tell her how you feel and he looks at me and he shakes his head he goes I-, I just can't do it you know he had his eyes closed but he couldn't do it and i said he goes oh i'm doing it now he goes i put tape over her mouth <laughs> 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 like he goes that was awesome because he was in his mind he couldn't do it right right and so the the mind is where it all starts and if we i call it change your tune so you're just changing the thought like i used to have to say i'm beautiful just as i am did i believe it at the time no and i I used to look in the mirror and say god you look ugly i mean those are the voices that people do and hypnotherapy is just a great way but you can do self-hypnosis and just ask yourself you know what do you I'm dumb. I'm stupid. Just write down what those things are and then put it a different word. I'm uh, beautiful just as I am. You right. Know? Yeah. And that's how it starts. And then we have to watch what we say out loud.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Because
1: sometimes the words we say are, are, are mean. That's so true. Yeah. So I. Yeah. The throat chakra. I'm a triple Gemini. That means blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so I came here and I love, you know, when I can hear people uh, that I know play music. That's much more special than listening to the radio with someone I don't know. It's like watching your kids play sports, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. instead of watching the sea, Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't watch it because I want I want it to be up close and personal. So let's talk about writing albums. Okay. How 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 was that?
3: It's fun. Yeah. And yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I write songs like all the time. I mean, every day, I, every chance I have to to play whether it be just a minute, I'll come up with something. But it was fun doing something creative with my wife, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was a lot of fun. I I really enjoy it. And it's funny, every time I hear him, you know, like just playing around the guitar at home, and I'll ask him, wait, is this an original? Like, did you write this? Because sometimes we'll play covers. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, I just made that up. And I go, because I'm humming a melody. I can't help it. I just get creative every time I hear music. And so I'll come up with a melody with what he's playing, and then I'll start writing lyrics, and he kind of helps me out, and then we'll record it. I so love So it. it's amazing how we come together and get creative like that. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
3: When we have the time. It's, it's yeah, it's hard it's with kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. It is. And, and it's, now we have a, a puppy. Great it's a great outlet. <laughs> <And>
1: <laughs> so you started playing <laughs> with uh-huh. the drums? That was the, your yeah, first? Yeah,
3: my first instrument was the drums. I started at 11, and it was my mom's idea. He's like... <laughs> <That's how it laughs> She's started. a nice mom, mostly yeah, like, <laughs> not the drums. Anything <laughs> drums. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's how it started and then I just I was just a drummer and then I started playing guitar. I think I was a roommate I had a roommate I had. I just started uh playing his guitar while he was at work when he didn't know. Oh, cool. <laughs> and, and that's how I just picked it up over the years. So.
1: Yeah, and then you did some background vocals mm-hmm. on that song. 'Cause we'll go to break with that so you can listen to it some more. And then you guys will end the show. Uh, you know, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm driving in the studio, into the studio, and Benny had my song that I wrote on "Conscious Talk." <laughs> I
4: might have borrowed a little bit of it. <laughs> I was
1: like what the I know that song coming back again. That what did that feel album. Like? That was a trip, you know, because I I haven't really listened to it for a while, but it was like, whoa, that's really weird. Well, it's
4: also different hearing it in the studio and like kind of creating it also in a, in another studio yeah. with the other artists, and musician, producers. But then when you actually hear it on the radio in a totally different area. It, I'd be thrown too.
1: It was a trip, and I, <laughs> I, I think that the creative part of it was so much yeah. fun, and because we had access to a studio with every instrument you can imagine, and a producer who can sing background. My, uh, Benny thought it was me, <laughs> but it's a it's a guy, Bradley, <laughs> singing background. It did sound <laughs> but, like you though. No, <laughs> but like I was like he was my paintbrush, right? I could just tell. Go get that instrument. Play back uh back up. Uh, it was, and we have drums that you know Van didn't play, but he could even play the all the instruments, which is I don't know if I like that because after like I told you guys that we did so much, um, over what do you call it when you go overdubs? Yes, yeah. that it got to the point where it was like it, you're you're never gonna do it live yeah. like that, and so yeah. we stripped it down to the actual original version, and like you're saying, the first one is usually the best one, anyways.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first take is usually, from my experience. It's just got more energy. Mm -hmm. And
1: And it's more more real, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And perfection isn't as really cool as it people think it is. It's super stressful. It's rock and roll, so it's not going to be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is when I'm like, uh, they said 50% of the Led Zeppelin concerts were actually, they remembered the lyrics, you know? I was like... Because they were not, they were high. (laughs) But, you know, they got up there. People still, they didn't listen to the words. They were just probably high themselves and having a great time. But perfection, I think that's what part of my um, whole teaching is that we need to be authentic, be ourselves, and nobody's going to be perfect. Right. The more perfect we think we are, the more anxiety and stress we put on ourselves. That's so true. Yeah, I'm still... Learning that She's myself, still working on it. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> I always worry about what people think of me, or did I say this, you know, the wrong way, or did it were they offended? And I'm so tired of all those voices in my head. I'm like, okay, just chill, just be yourself. You know, that's lyrics <laughs> to a
1: song because that's what hypnotherapy helped me. You know, it was like those voices are not your friend.
2: Yeah, and uh-huh. so
1: it's better to not have a thought than you. Know, it's better just not to think. And I've learned not to think and it is so much fun because you don't care what anybody you're always in the right place at the right time because your inner voice can get through it's like a phone call and it tells you to call someone and i've been having magic on the island but just not thinking yeah thinking I, is not our friend i
2: know definitely
1: that's <laughs> all so, yeah clearing a mind and uh, is a good thing so uh let's uh plug your album
3: it's uh oh her her album yeah it's your
1: both your well, album i guess we did it together right? yeah. uh, it's,
3: it's called uh can't control, and uh, it's going to be uploaded soon to all the streaming services out there, YouTube, Spotify.
1: And so how can they reach you if they want to upload? I, I'll just, you know what, I'll, I'll play your song in a month or so, and I'll, I'll give everyone all the stuff. Oh,
2: that'd be great. Because you're going to
1: end the show with the song. I
2: do have a YouTube page oh. um, that doesn't have anything right now, but it will soon have my music on there, and it's under Christelle rodriguez christelle spelled c-h-r-i-s-t-e-l-l-e so everyone knows <laughs> rodriguez rodriguez and
1: i will i'll play your play your song in a month or so and then give everyone that uh page so they can listen yeah, to you and you. get your album thank you for coming back into my life oh yeah
2: i'm so excited to see you and i hope we can you know see each other more often this is
1: better than facebook I've been watching you guys on Facebook because I watch everyone that I have clients (laughs) and stuff. But yeah, we're going to go to break with your song Fire. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. you can't stop
4: Lift your spirits at Bayview Healing Suites on beautiful Whidbey Island. Bayview Healing Suites offers treatments in beauty, health, and wellness and is located at Bayview Corner, open seven days a week. Sonia Sushagani offers acupuncture and traditional Eastern herbal medicine that restores balance within your body, mind, and spirit. You can reach out to her to book your wellness and self-care session at goldenearthhealingarts.com. Take some time for yourself to relax at Bayview Healing Suites in Bayview Corner.
1: Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Woodby Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island Time is waiting for you.
5: Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move, you can relax and leave the work to us. You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425 That's 425-309-0577. So make your next move a swift one and give us a call.
1: Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like lift your spirits with dina marie on facebook for upcoming guests and events to contact me dina marie visit dina-marie.com thank you so much for listening be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on alternative talk 1150 thank you all my heart.
0: You can't stop this from coming to
1: You can't stop this from Thank you for joining us this morning. That's Crystal Rod Christel Rodriguez and Mark playing a uh, guitar and they'll play a song for us at the end of the show live in the studio where they just did that one <gasps> fire. So, joining me this morning is one of my favorite people on earth. Good morning, Michael Glebe.
5: Hello. How you doing?
1: Um, we're having a party.
5: I know, and I just joined.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Michael's my son, and we were talking about the throat chakra. I remember all my healing work I used to do with you? Yeah, I still did when with I was you. a kid. Let's talk. I kind I
5: kind of dreaded dreaded it a little bit because it was like you know how like your mom would be like, so what did you do when you were young, and you would just start admitting things. <laughs> And she didn't even know about half of them. It, it was like she would do the reiki, and she would just find out about things about my life that I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, a lot of times I remember doing it, and I knew all three of you would have blocked throat chakras, and I would, and all of a sudden you would cry or something. Yeah. And tell me something.
5: Holding a lot of things in school. School wasn't always the best, you know. Kids get bullied all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. And so. you had your share of it. And I remember one time something happened. It was just, it was really bad. But you hadn't told me. And this was just at dinner. I said, Mike, what is going on? And you just, you it came out. And you told me. And then we did something about it. Mm -hmm. And actually, the principal was so sweet. They they did, like, um, anti-bullying. It was long before it was popular. And she did a fine job of, like, putting stuff up there. And they had, you know, where people got together and talked about it. Yeah. And she was really sweet. She picked all your classes. Because actually, one of the teachers were bullying you.
5: Yeah. Actually, I mean, I was a shorter kid when I was younger. I mean, you know, I'm I'm good now, but, uh, <laughs> but um, no, and uh, a teacher, honestly, he would measure my height in front of the whole class on the door, and so that was fun, but there's a lot of teachers out there. They didn't have the best life, so they would take it on the kids, which is a sad thing, but
1: so. Yeah. yeah, and so when we did the hypnotherapy, you could go back, and there were times when I was like doing guided imagery with you guys, and I knew I was, I was the problem. I mean, I could almost say, oh, that was a time when I did this, or what was going on in our lives. But I think the Reiki, which I think you responded to really well, um, mm-hmm. all my kids did actually. And they would always say, okay, fine, I'll tell you <laughs> after a Reiki session. It's just crazy.
5: Well, you know, like a lot of the times it was like, oh, it, like I didn't want to do it or anything because it just didn't seem like me. But honestly, it was, it always, everything you said and everything that came up was usually what was going on. So it was like everything, ha- or like it helped a lot, you know, so it helped my life and me to grow a lot.
1: And as I say get it off your chest, whether it's the writing and burning the letters or whatever it is. If something if something pops up in your mind and it's still bothering you, you, you got to do some self-therapy. And writing a letter or burning it is, we've done that. Have you mm-hmm.
5: done that?
1: And then, uh, gosh, two years ago, two years ago, what did we celebrate last Sunday? You were?
5: Sober for two years. Two on years. On the 23rd this month.
1: And I'm going to cry. But here's the beauty of it. And then you at my um, place, probably two plus... A month two years plus a month yeah we're going through some really hard times mm-hmm. and you are now
5: drinking heavy <laughs> a lot of things on my mind that i couldn't tell anybody about and you know i was holding a lot of stuff inside i had absolutely nothing my life was just it was bad and that was when covid hit too so it was like every i was just home alone drinking like a fifth a day and things were bad so, And then a big moment happened in our life, and it it kind of changed everything. And it made me realize what's more important. Like these things, it's either you're going to be done, life is done with you, or you need to change it right now and do some things about it.
1: And I so. do remember that, that changing moment, and I just put out there. I don't really get on Facebook and say, you know, my personal life. But I said, if you know my son, pray for him. And it was like 350 people, boom, 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 boom. And it was a card I picked. It says, because I didn't know what to do, you know. I had, I was powerless. There was no way I could live your life for you. Yeah. And if I was trying to do that, it would be codependent, and it wasn't working. And so you and I had that come-to-Jesus moment, and then you quit drinking, and you came back over to the island and spend the night with me, like, once a week, and you wrote some intentions down.
5: Yeah, you made me write a list. It was a front and back page, and about 90% of that whole entire list came through that year, which was pretty crazy. you speak it to the universe and it sees it and it gives it to you i mean you do have to go out and do the work and like that but everything in life was waiting for me like everything i wanted was waiting for me i just wasn't able to see it because i was blinded by other things so once i finally got sober and i focused i was able to go get what i wanted and i didn't really like try too hard i mean like i worked every day and i did what i needed but it wasn't like i was Setting goals every day to get these things done—it just came my direction, which was pretty crazy.
1: And I asked you to be on the show. I'm like driving down the road. I'm like, you put buy my mom a car on there. Yeah, I did. A put year ago, buy my mom we a bought car. a car.
5: I bought your car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then one of those things was an office for my mom.
5: And you have an office at the warehouse.
1: Mm-hmm. A Reiki office and stuff. And then, uh, what have you been doing in the last uh, year and a half? Or We let's just go back. You started the moving. So,
5: yeah, I I started COVID hit. I stopped working at the place I was working. I started a moving company with my friend. Um, Did that for about, let's say, a year. And like we were moving and we were I got a warehouse because we were sharing it with a stager and I started accumulating furniture. And and like I said, everything just came my way. I found this place that needed to get rid of furniture and they gave me half of my inventory now. (laughs) which was absolutely crazy um but yeah and then I started a staging company and and yeah so I've been doing that for the last two two and a half years or two years and um it's been going very very well and And
1: we get to work together
5: and yeah and now my mom gets to be a stager for me which is (laughs) nice so I yeah I've always wanted that my mom to be able to work with me and have fun
1: and I love my kids, so anytime I can be with them, so I get excited to go like decorate houses. And Mikey's bringing in this heavy furniture,
5: <laughs> carrying couches by myself. <laughs>
1: yeah, but yeah, we did this one house. I showed up and it was like over. You could see the Space Needle on one window, and the other window you could see uh, Mount Rainier mm-hmm. and all the boats coming. in. it was like, whoa, this is a, that was fun. <laughs> that was yeah. a fun.
5: You got off the game. island, got a stage, and see the Space Needle and stuff. That yeah. was pretty nice.
1: So and then on your list for a few more things well mike looks about 20 years younger too by the way (laughs) he was i was like who is this kid because it was covid and we weren't seeing each other for about a month and then it you know just i didn't recognize you Um, i didn't recognize myself yeah it was bad and then you met this beautiful young woman
5: yeah everything came cat she's amazing um Yeah, we met genuinely, too. Like, I met her at a bar. She wasn't even supposed to be there. She was out with her sister who had a baby. It was, like, their first night out in forever. And then I karaoke to her, and I walked up and sang to her. And it won her heart, you know, so that was good. What song Uh, was it? It was Cool by Anthony Hamilton. Excellent choice. So, I mean, it it was a good song. (laughs) (laughs) Well um, Well played. But, yeah, so that worked out. And ever since then, me and her have been amazing. And she's the love of my life.
1: And now you guys live together, and you wanted a home, so you're like, uh, Thanksgiving's on me. This year, we're all like, yay.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, was, I mean, like, I did write down a couple talk points last night, you know, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> what what I realized, too, is, like, like, when you have nothing, or a lot of people have probably been to this point, maybe not nothing, but when you're kind of at the bottom and you start doing good, you feel good, you know? So it's like you feel like you can take on some – bull crap or you can take on some bad things because you're a lot better than you were before and what I realized was there were people holding me down still and like my life was really good and like I had cars and I had a condo and I had a girlfriend and the businesses were doing good but there were still things that I was allowing to happen because I felt like my life was a lot better so it's okay I can still allow this to happen I'm a lot better than I was before right and so recently what I decided was I need to let those things go because they're still weighing me down and I could do a lot better, you Mm -hmm. know, like you can always do better than what you're doing now and not what you're like, what you're doing now is perfectly fine, but you should always work to be better. And so, like I said, recently I got the house and I moved away and my old business partner is just, he wasn't doing things that I needed him to do, you know? So I made a decision to do things on my own. And ever since that day, like weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I don't have to worry about another half of the company that isn't doing anything when I'm doing all the work, you know, so...
1: And I hate to say it's like, I had to dream about carrying dead weight. Yeah. You know, literally, and that's codependency, is when you're trying to keep people up there with you. And you you do. The more you change, the faster you're going to meet different people. Yeah. Either way, you know, whatever. Your energy is such. is called a multiverse. We're all singing a song, and you want to be around songs that are more... um, Surrounded by
5: the people you want to be with. Yeah,
1: that feel good. And if you're playing... I'm sorry, I don't like uh, the tool. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, Slipknot. I don't know. There's some songs some guys put some headset on me. I'm like, I can't hear this music. It's just so sad. But, you know, I like Mozart. I don't know. Those certain things resonate with me. So you want to be with people that when you're with them, you feel good.
5: Yeah. And, like, recently I found, like, a couple employees that I have and, like, my girlfriend Kat. And it's like I had family, you know, but other than family, like, my friends and stuff, they never backed me up. It was never like, you should do this, you should do this. This is the best move for you to do. It was always about them. And so recently, like, I've had a couple people in my life who are looking out for me, and they're like, yo, man, you should have made this move a long time ago, instead of just keeping it inside. Like, they came out and they told me, you know? And so having people who are actually behind you in life is a really good thing compared to people who are just all about themselves, because... They'll never focus on you, and you'll always be in the backseat. And they're
1: kind of energy drainers.
5: Exactly. And
1: and what it's that we're going to go back to the throat chakra because I just made a change in my life too about telling somebody like I didn't want to work this job, so I had to tell some. You have to come up with that. I got to tell somebody. I got to talk about it. I have to have a conversation, Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's hard.
5: It's hard, especially when they're your best friend, or you know, you live there, or you do a lot of things together. Like this is a person I was with every day for four years you know but in those four years like what else could I have done what else could I have achieved if I didn't spend half of my energy worrying about that person or stressed out all the time because they weren't doing anything you know so you got to put yourself first
1: I know and it's not selfish but it's your life it's your journey
5: but also if they if they really care about you like they say they do they they should respect that and they should want the best for you
1: And I think our last show was about you know boundaries and things like that and Being able to express yourself at the moment. If you're in a relationship where you have to bite your tongue, Mm -hmm. it's not healthy.
5: Yeah, that doesn't work.
1: No. And we had a little family gathering the other day, and I, I did this thing where the old Dina used to be a personal trainer. She was super buff and like... The old Dino was like, oh, what am I going to wear? What am I going to say? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, don't care. I think I wore the clothes on the, the ground from the day before. <laughs> <laughs> my kids picked me up. I sat in the back seat like a kid when Mikey was driving. I was and, chauffeur. Yeah, because I had to ride the ferry and stuff. But it's like I just didn't care. And it felt so good to be with family that before I would have just had all these thoughts and I would have bit my tongue about certain things. And I just didn't. I just yeah. was myself. I yeah. love it. I love it.
5: That's, that's the way you should be. I mean, you shouldn't change yourself for anybody.
1: And there were certain conversations that they – were, they were going in a, like, real negative direction. And I just excused myself. They didn't even know. I I just didn't want to talk bad about anybody. And so I just went somewhere else and played checkers or with Ethan or yeah. chess or a, a game with my granddaughter. But, yeah, you know, you don't have to engage in negative, negative stuff. You don't have to.
5: Yeah, and it's people – like, the people around me have been noticing, too. It's like – you take that stress away from you. You take that that one thing. It could be one thing, it, it, the simplest thing, and you just take it out of your life, and it, you just feel so much better. Like my employees are like, dude, you just look different. You feel different. <laughs> like you're just positive all day now. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I don't have to worry
1: about this, you know. Like, well, and two, we um, I think things I with the chakras, we set our intentions, mm-hmm. it, and it's really prayer. You're you're, you're stating to the universe, I, like these things you would like your life, painting a picture. So those are your higher chakras. You're letting the universe know. But then you said focus, focus. Then you focus on what's working in your life. You spend more time with what's working. And sometimes the negative stuff will fall away. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally you have homework. You got to go and do some business and tell somebody how you feel and, and, and change. Do some change. That can be hard for some people. But we're yeah. counting our blessings. We're setting our intentions. We're looking at the things that are working in our life. Then you get your inner voice and it says, oh, you need to have that, that talk. And then you act on it. But that's mm-hmm. because you love yourself. So that's your heart chakra. How how much do you love yourself to to be okay, having a, a better life every day?
5: Me? Yeah, <laughs> I love myself a lot. Yeah, yeah. Compared to what I was before, like, and I tell this to people every day. And like, people drink around me, and they're like, "Man, how do you do it? How do you just stop and not like not even think about having alcohol?" And it's because I love my life now. And I'm not saying if I had one drink of alcohol, it would change, but. It did change, you know, and it just made me so much of a better person. And even if I wouldn't even want to risk it, even if it did change my life, if I had a drink, even if it didn't change it, I don't want to risk it because I love what I have right
1: now. Mm -hmm. So you love yourself. So there's a a balancing act between giving and receiving. If you're Mm -hmm. giving too much, you need to do some homework on that. And then the lower chakra is the power chakra, which is you doing what you love to do for you. So that's right below your heart. And then the sacral chakra is your relationships. The closest people, it's us, mm-hmm. hanging out at your house this Saturday. You know, it's those your tribe. And then the root chakra is your physical world, your physical body. And so as you move through the chakras from the head to your feet, you know, you have to take care of your health. Yeah. And you are not doing well with health. So now you, he looks like pink. <laughs> you got color and you're happy and, you know, it's just, it's just a trickle-down theory that I have about this this energy work I do, but it, it works. So you look up in the morning, count your blessings, say what you want for the day. I'm saying I wanna have fun. Yeah. Now I'm having too much fun. I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean.
5: But yeah, I mean set your set your intentions. That's one thing I need to do. I need to make I haven't made my yearly intentions yet this year. And it's almost it's more time. than half the year I need yeah. to do it. Um but yeah, me and my girlfriend Kat, she wants to do that as well. And it's just, you know, you put it out there and it usually comes your way.
1: And what I do, it's in my book, Coupling Therapy. So uh, Kat has her intentions for what she wants to do personally. You Mm -hmm. have your intention, what you want to do personally. And then you write intentions together. And it's fun to, like, have a couple go in different directions, write what they think they want as a couple, have them come back and then write common goals. Mm I don't like words goals, but intentions and then you come up with a plan, you put it on the fridge, you know, it's like, you yeah. know, and then it it really does work. But if you don't ask for what you want, it's like going to a restaurant and not ordering. How do
5: you know? Yeah. They'll yeah. never bring it to you. So
1: And then you let it go. You just kinda of, like he put in his wallet and then all of a sudden you're you're marking off stuff going, What? That was, was amazing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> like the way it was just happening was crazy. It was like in one day, two things would happen. I'm like, yo, what the, like what is this? You know? Well, and I want you to
1: go to the office in my um my office with the Reiki table mm-hmm. in the corner, we set our intentions about six months ago. Yeah. And I was getting really like, gosh, I want things to move quicker. I want to move quicker. Cause it was still, we were closed down a little bit and then now we're super busy.
5: Yeah. I mean, it, it took a minute and it, like I said, it was also me being distracted by that one thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that one thing kept making me so stressed out that it was like, I didn't have time to focus on staging or even going and getting bigger jobs. And, and as soon as I decided, like, we had a couple stages when I was still working with him. And then as soon as I decided, you know what, I'm done with this, we got three stages within one day. <laughs> it I was think fine. the universe. It and was It was crazy.
1: And I have to say, you, you called me about uh, somebody didn't pay you. It was a big job. They decided not to pay you. And you you decided to have a good attitude anyways. Yeah. And that was the day you got the three it took jobs. I
5: took employees out. It was 28 hours of work. And. I got ripped off. The guy didn't pay me the money. I still had to pay my employees, but you know, I realized that things will come out of that, and I will still get business from the guy who gave me that job, and I did the right thing. The guy who didn't pay me didn't, and that day, right when we finished the job, the guy didn't pay me, but I booked three stages, and that's a lot more money than what he
1: didn't pay me. And then you and I got to work together. Yep. It was, it was fun. I like it. And now I know all your furniture. So it's like, you just redecorate house after house. And then Mikey is really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like shocked. <laughs> he's in there making the beds and in there in the kitchen. I was like, ah. And, yeah. And I kept well, I, I get it
5: done. I mean, I try to do it as fast as I can, you know. So you mm-hmm. can just. I mean, I do it the right way, but... Make yeah. sure those
4: corners are tight.
5: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Make> sure.
1: <laughs> I know, because they bring photographers oh, gee, in, and yeah. you know, <laughs> you know for a fact. Uh-huh. there's one bed that was... And I'm OCD, so I was like I'm like in there, just everything's got to be perfect. Be... But it's it's called edification. It's when you can take... Because one house needed our, our TLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you walked in, you're like, ah, this needs help. But you just, you know, it's staging, but it's also um, feng shui, energy work. You go in, even us being in there and being happy made the house feel better. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I Am Staging.
5: Yeah, I Am Staging Inc. Um, you could go on Facebook, just type in I Am Staging Inc, and it'll be there with all of our stuff. I'm working on a website. And then phone number is 425 425 But also that, and I have the moving company, a Swift Move. Um, and it's going pretty good. <laughs> I enjoy it. And you get to work with me, which is I pretty know. nice. I
1: love it. I love it. So... I want to talk about when you were a kid, because um, so we had a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. And the kids were having some, uh, like the girls were gaining weight. There was just things going on that weren't right. And I remember I started taking you guys to karaoke. Yep. Our favorite times, and it wasn't not easy for April to get up there, but can you all sing?
5: Yeah, and I mean I heard I was sitting back there, and I heard you talking about how like you didn't really like your voice and you didn't sing, but you you would always take us to karaoke and it got us i mean shoot i karaoke did and that's how i got my girlfriend you know <laughs> what i mean who's my future wife and the mother of my children you know so it's like if that never happened i would have never met her and so it really like taught us to speak and speak our mind and be vocal which and, helped a lot
1: yep so they would get up there and sometimes people gave us money because my kids were so good <laughs> or buy us our drinks or whatever <laughs> and uh yeah they'd cry your kids uh, and then poor mikey he had to be Feel like a woman. Yeah,
5: they. I was a, I was a young man, or young boy, and they made me sing. Man, I feel like a woman. But you know, it became it became a thing. You know what I mean? So I was cool with it. And then, uh, yeah, and so now it's like I go out places and I'll sing, and people are like, "Yo, can you sing this? You're really good." <laughs> and I'm like, "Sure, I'll go for it." Like Tennessee whiskey, you know? Like I mean, I love the song, but I'm not a country person. But I'm like, "All right, yeah, I'll sing it for you. Don't worry, because you're, you're having fun with it." Yeah, I just have fun. Mm-hmm. And
1: you wrote some songs, some hip hop songs. Oh, and you are a writer. Like, he, this kid doesn't want to do, like, his homework. The last day before he graduates, he writes this big, huge, long thing. I, mean, I wrote
5: 12 <laughs> essays in one night just so I could graduate. Because, well, I knew. I mean, like, to me, like, high school, like you were saying, there's bullies and all this. Like, high school wasn't, it wasn't fun for me, you know. And at one point, it was, I think it was, like, my sophomore or junior year, I just tried to fit in, and I would do whatever people wanted me to do to, like, to be cool, you know. and And so, like. I didn't really care about school, but I knew graduating meant a lot to you. And, I mean, obviously, it's a big thing you need to do. So I graduated in one night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I drove him to school. The last month, I'm like, I'm driving you to school. I'm dropping you up. I'm picking you up. This is what's going to happen. But, yeah, it was uh – Yeah. Mikey was my my last. I'm like, I'm determined. I'm determined. But yeah, school was not fun and bullying is an issue. And so I do like the hypnotherapy. I like going back and I call it a do over. You know, if something's still eating at you because you cannot. It's called a block. Mm -hmm. You have a block and you're frustrated and life doesn't flow. You've got to clear out that energy and then you start moving again. Then you have a bump. You take care of the bump Mm -hmm. and then you keep moving again. But you got to let the universe know what you want. What do you want for dinner? If you don't uh, say anything, you get nothing. <laughs>
5: well, now it's chicken, Brussels, sprouts, and carrots. But <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs>
1: He eats really good too. <laughs> oh gosh, Mike. So what's your uh advice for the world?
5: Uh, to don't hold on to things because you think you need to. Let whatever whatever you think whatever stresses out in your life, just know that you can make it without it. And you don't need to hold on to that to make it.
1: Let it go and let it flow.
5: Yep. And then love your family.
1: Oh, and keep looking up and look for fours. Yeah,
5: 444. It's four, four. a good <laughs> every, number for me.
1: Every time we're together, it's like, oh, my God, it's overwhelming. I'm doing a staging job. Every car in front of me is four, 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 And I feel good. That's another thing. Does it feel good? If you're doing things that do not feel good, put yourself on a diet of those. Don't do it anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, That's, feeling like good. Like I said,
5: I took myself away from that one issue, and I haven't been with that for like a month. And I, I feel more th- better than ever. Yeah. And I saw, like, an Illinois 444. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that's that's a, that's a crazy one right there. <laughs> well,
1: I enjoy um, having you on the show, and I enjoy being you be my son. I'm sorry. I get kind of, like, sidetracked here. <gasps> I love you. Love you, too. Okay. So, uh, I am staging Facebook. You can check that out, that page. You can see that picture of the Space Needle. I'm, like, I'm literally seeing people in the Space Needle right in front of my face. It was, they were so close, I could wave. Um, you can check them out on there. I am staging. And you can reach me at Dina at adina marie.com if you want to come out to Woodby Island and do a a retreat. We've got some stuff coming up I'm really excited about. I am now the chamber. Per- I don't know. I got all these little jobs. They're fun. Can't but, keep track of them all? Yeah, I get to show up, and I just booked 14 musicians for a festival October 1st and 2nd.
4: So you're a program director? Oh,
1: God. Yes, I got Call it. Look, it's where my notes that, you are. <laughs> you just carry that around with you. <laughs> no, I'm like, I need paper and here's all these new like <laughs> God, I got so many musicians calling and texting me. It's insane. But it's good. Back to have music, art and community and gatherings. Um so, uh Woodby Island, if you want to come out see me, that's great. Yay. Uh Dina mariecom dot com. All right, we're gonna end the show with Christelle and Mark. What's the song? It's called Without You. Yay. And you're going (laughs) to sing and Mark's going to play. And uh, if you want to get a hold of your YouTube again, in case. Oh, it's
2: Christelle Rodriguez. Yay.
1: This is what I live for is live performance in studio. Benny will tape it and then I'll play it a month from now and we'll talk about your album and where to find it. Sounds great. I'm excited. Cool. Here we go. Okay.
0: Was meant to be, not having you in my life. Fate once brought us together. I was living with destiny. I don't wanna go back to the past. I've left everything behind, with just sweet memories. Of us, it brings back old feelings. Suitcase filled of love, let us.